The Austin Daily Drop is supported by Austin real estate guru Tony Trungale of Elite 25 fame, who has a terrific opportunity for those of us who find the current state of Austin real estate just a little bit daunting. With ever higher prices and ever lower inventory, it's easy to feel like you just can't afford to buy in Austin right now, but Tony Trungale's got a way. It's the region's bank-affiliated program called Affordable 100, specific to homes listed under $548,000 and specifically designed to help buyers who make under $78,000 per year. Hit up Tony Trungale at Tony.Trungale at Regions.com. That's Tony.Trungale at Regions.com. Monday, August 23rd, 2021. This is the Austin Daily Drop. Thanks for finding us. I'm Chris Mosier. Stand by for news. As our rolling seven-day average of daily COVID-related hospitalizations, the key indicator for staging from the city of Austin continues at a high plateau Of around 76 new admissions per day comes news on Friday that we've passed the high mark set back in January for total COVID cases in local hospitals. The new record is 620. We've also set a new record for patients on ventilators at one time. That number on Friday, 162. These figures from a piece in Austonia. We may also be seeing a predicted rise in the last and most dreaded statistic, that is COVID deaths. After averaging about one per day in the Austin area over the last month, we've seen 22 over just the last week, or roughly three per day. Summed up, lots of COVID patients being hospitalized. More of them are in for longer stays. More of them are eventually needing ventilators. And as of recently, more of them are dying. All of this just shy of a week into the new school year, with a great many local kids attending mask-optional classes, including students at the University of Texas. Community Impact says that local health officials expect a reinvigoration of viral spread as a result. Dr. Desmar Walks at Austin Public Health says it's not clear that a peak has been reached and her organization is bracing for a new spike heading into the fall. COVID intersects with Texas politics and their epicenter at the Texas State Capitol and the governor's mansion here in Austin. CBS Austin says Governor Greg Abbott has reported he's now testing negative for COVID four days after initial news that he'd tested positive and undergone preemptive Regeneron monoclonal therapy. On Twitter, the governor says he's told his infection was brief and mild because of his vaccination and that he's continuing to quarantine according to his doctor's direction. On the other hand, another state representative, Houston area rep Troy Nels, is the latest Texas lawmaker to report a positive test, and he's also said to be showing symptoms. Nels says he's vaccinated and has also received the Regeneron treatment and that he's begun to improve since getting that treatment. In a statement, Nels reiterates that Americans are free to make their own health decisions, but that he strongly encourages vaccinations as they are scientifically proven to reduce the risk of severe illness and death. Also from the Capitol and the House, enough Democratic House members have returned to establish quorum and resume business, or have they? Another one here from CBS Austin on State Rep. Gina Hinojosa of Austin who says she doesn't believe there have actually been a sufficient number of lawmakers actually physically present. In a national interview on MSNBC, Hinojosa charges that while 99 members registered as present on Thursday, narrowly making the benchmark for quorum, 12 to 15 of them had actually been checked in by colleagues and were not in the chamber themselves. Democrat Aaron Zwiener was back in the House on Friday and corroborates that not enough members were present to do business. Democrats plan to call for a verification vote to establish whether the Republican majority are fudging their numbers. That could happen today. Having left town to monkey wrench Republican efforts at establishing new restrictions on voting access, KUT says Texas Democrats now face a lopsided battle over redistricting with two new seats in the U.S. Congress to account for as a result of growth in Texas established by the recent census. 
Redistricting is already typically a process fraught with tension and the partisan chaos from the outset of the process this time would predict that will be all the more the case this go-round with the vast majority of growth in Texas happening in our major cities where greater diversity and Democratic leanings are more prevalent. Majority Republicans will likely again turn to gerrymandering to maintain the state's rural Republican prevalence. Activist groups are preparing to sue if population growth in Texas cities doesn't result in commensurate growth in representation. A new update on that skateboard shop near Austin Community College's Rio Grande campus downtown and their fight against the school's plans to tear down their building. Also here from Community Impact, the no-comply skate shop on West 12th Street appears to have won a reprieve, at least temporarily, as ACC has requested a postponement of its demolition request and begun working with store owner Elias Bingham on a new location for No Comply. ACC wants to eventually replace the building and several others they own around the area to bring them into a more education-supporting alignment. A much-needed win for Austin FC, a review of the first big show at the newly refurbished Waterloo Park, news on the upcoming Austin Chronicle Hot Sauce Festival, an Austin golf landmark makes the New York Times, legendary donuts are coming to town, and more indications of a more accessible Austin real estate market. All this is coming up in 30 seconds after we say hi to Austin real estate guru Tony Trungale. Speaking of accessibility in the Austin real estate market, Tony has teamed up with Regions Bank on a program called Affordable 100, which is specifically aimed at homes listed under $548,000 and also specifically designed to help buyers who make under $78,000 per year. If you've been thinking you're priced out of the Austin market, that may very well not be the case. You want to check with Tony on Affordable 100. Here's the email address, tony.trungale at regions.com. Again, email Tony at tony.trungale at regions.com to find out more about Affordable 100 from Regions Bank. Since we're on the topic, one from the Austin Business Journal on Austin Real Estate, who say data from July 2021 last month shows a drop in sales volume from July of 2020, a year-to-year drop there, and that month-to-month inventory is growing by about 1,000 homes from June to July, ending with a total of 3,300 homes listed on the market. Prices are still high, down a bit from June, but the $480,000 median in July is enough to mark a new all-time record for that month, all of which seems in the short term anyway to indicate growing stability in the market and perhaps an end to the crazy spikes we've seen over the last year or so. If you felt you've been pushed out of the market, it might be time for a fresh look. Austin FC needed a win and badly, and they got one Saturday night at Q2 as they prevailed over the Portland Timbers for a second time this season. Saturday score 3-1 to one in a comeback win, a slight improvement in the standings. Instead of being dead last in the MLS West, Austin FC is now tied for last with the Houston Dynamo. Hey, we'll take what we can get. Austin FC at 17 goals on the season remains the lowest scoring team in Major League Soccer. Austin has a week off before their next match at Q2 versus FC Dallas. That's coming up next Sunday. Austin 360's Peter Blackstock attended Gary Clark Jr.'s historic first show at the new Moody Amphitheater at the newly reopened Waterloo Park on Friday night. Clark's first full hometown gig since the 2019 ACL Fest. The show is reviewed as stellar. But the COVID precautions on site are not. Blackstock says the vast majority of attendees ignored the show's declared mandate on masking and nobody on site did anything to enforce it either upon entry or during the show. Organizers also did not require testing or vaccination proof for entry. Thus, the event was more or less a pandemic free for all. Not a good look. Also from Austin 360, another in-person return for an iconic Austin event, this time the Austin Chronicles Hot Sauce Festival, which is set for the Far Out Lounge and Stage rather than the usual digs at Fiesta Gardens. 
Date is Sunday, September 12th, and another change, citing pandemic conditions, the individual homemade competition will not happen this year. The Hot Sauce Festival will benefit the Central Texas Food Bank with half of its ticket income. Those are on sale now for 10 bucks. Link will be in the show notes this morning. Eater.com says we've got some notable donuts coming to town. When you think Miami, donuts might not be the first thing that springs to mind, but you might change your mind after trying the Salty Donut. First Austin location will be on South Congress. It's opening this next Friday. And this is pretty cool. Also in the show notes, a link to a New York Times story extolling the virtues of walking a golf course during a round rather than taking a cart in which Austin's Hancock Golf Course gets a prime mention, courtesy of musician and Hancock walker Kevin McKinney. I'm going to assume this is Kevin McKinney of Soul Hat and Austin School of Music fame, though the Times doesn't go quite that far with detail. Interesting read and an interesting trend in golfing. Austin weather quite warm the first half of the work week through Wednesday, upper 90s today, possible triple digits by Thursday, rain chances and slightly cooler temps in the mid-90s return for a few days, starting at about Thursday afternoon. And that's the Austin Daily Drop, y'all, for this Monday. I'm Chris Mosier. Links to all these stories can be found in our show notes at austindailydrop.com. You'll also find their recent episodes of the podcast that likely include stories you haven't heard yet. So do listen back. Please do share us with a friend. We appreciate you listening. Take care. Have a great Monday. We'll catch you again tomorrow morning. Support for the Austin Daily Drop comes from Austin real estate rock star Tony Trungale. If you're in the market for a new home, you're certainly aware of how tough the Austin market can be. With homes typically receiving multiple offers for thousands over the asking price, the situation can seem daunting, which is exactly why you need to work with Tony Trungale. Tony works with Regions Bank, specifically with home buyers making under $78,000 per year and buyers looking at properties in low to moderate income tracks. It's called Affordable 100, and it gives buyers who might feel priced out of the Austin market the edge for once. Chances are you can get into a home priced up to $548,000 with no money down, no PMI, and super low rates. More details and restrictions apply. Get the full information from Tony via this email address. Here it is. It's tony.trungale at regions.com. That's tony.trungale at regions.com for all about Affordable 100. Plus, working with Tony gives you access to the considerable combined talents of Elite 25. All this and more at Elite25Austin.com.